So human design is essentially a blueprint of your energy, the way it moves within you and the way it is projected out of you. So imagine having like a map of your aura. That's in essence what it is. Hey, welcome to Built to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Welcome, Carolina, all the way from London to the Built to Be You podcast. I am super excited to have you here today because like we were just chatting off mic, this is a whole new world to me. Uh, So what are you going to be chatting with us about today? And who is Carolina in a nutshell? Thank you so much for having me. I am Carolina Wickstrom and I'm a human design guide. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So excited. Uh, a bit more about me. I am originally from Colombia. I am a mom of two. And I use human design to help my clients find alignment in their lives and connect with their purpose. I love that. That's beautiful. And like we were just chatting off mic, a lot of my listeners are women in their 20s who are highly ambitious and really just lack that direction and clarity. So I'm really curious, not only for my own purpose, but also for the people who are listening, how they can use human design to integrate and up-level the areas of their life, you know, kind of where they are feeling held back. So let's chat a little bit about your story and how did you stumble upon human design and when did you first hear about it? Of course. So I was I was actually telling you, human design usually finds you when you're ready for it. So for me, it was after moving to London from New York. And I was also at the same time transitioning into motherhood because I had just given birth to our first son. And he was three months old at the time when we moved. So I was having a pretty challenging time adjusting to it was a whole new life in a whole new setting that I was not familiar with Mm -hmm. as a result I was struggling to connect with myself and that inner core soul that I knew I used to be before but when I became a mom and moved I kind of felt like completely lost and out of my element so it was through human design that I was able to reconnect with myself And upon diving a little bit further into it, I realized how precise and accurate and specific it was. Everything I saw in my chart clearly reflected the person who I am and who I always have been. And it helped me understand my husband and my son on a deeper level because they always did their charts. Mm So at that point, I became fascinated with the system. I started to listen to every podcast and bought the books and everything else. And it it was really a matter of months before I enrolled into my first reader training program. Um, And that was three and a half years ago. And ever since I've been studying, continuing to practice, continuing learning and actually living um, according to my design. 
So it's been a wonderful journey. And now I get to do this for a living and I help people, clients find that connection, connect with their purpose, alignment in life. It is it is all a fabulous journey. And I discovered human design when I was in my mid-30s. I wish I've had, I, I had this tool back in my 20s. It would have saved me so much trouble and pain and tears. <laughs> uh, but like I said, you find it when you're ready for it. So I guess that's when I was ready for it. Yeah, I think that's such like a beautiful reminder. And when you, when I had told you like, oh, I've heard about human design, but I've never really dove into it. And you're like, you know, it comes into your life right when you need it. That for me was kind of like a chill moment because I was like, that's so cool that, you know, the universe connected us at this time in this season for a reason. And I'm so excited to share human design and really just dive into it with you and my audience. So man, where do we start? What, let's maybe start the basics of you know, what is human design? What sets it apart? You know, I feel like in the personal development world, there's a lot of different like personality type tests and Enneagram and those kinds of things. So what is human design and what sets it apart from kind of the other little tests you can do, I guess? So human design is essentially a blueprint of your energy, the way it moves within you and the way it is projected out of you. So imagine having like a map of your aura. That's in essence what it is. It is based on a combination of four different systems, the chakras, the Kabbalah, the I Ching, and the Zodiac. So it combines everything and synthesizes it into one holistic system. And it is very useful when when it comes to getting to know yourself your strengths, your gifts, your talents, the way you communicate with people, the way you connect with others, the lessons you're here to learn, the challenges you may face. Um, So it it is incredibly complete. And also, I don't mean to say this system negates everything else. Mm -hmm. The way I see it is like it complements the other systems. I, the way I see it is kind of like looking at, I don't know, like an apple from different points of view, different perspectives. So human design is one of those perspectives and maybe Enneagram and the other systems that you mentioned are different perspectives. Okay. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's like a really good analogy. And for me, like visually that <laughs> the apple <laughs> really helps me kind of like, you know, just conceptualize that just like most things in life is one moving piece of who you are as a human being. And I think as human beings, and especially as multi-passionate human beings, you know, we are so complex and so intricate. And so I am really eager to hear, you know, how human design just helps us move into that space of alignment and clarity. Like you said, you know, when you were transitioning into motherhood and I think, especially in your twenties, like you go through so many transition seasons, it's like, you know, moving out on your own, paying your own bills for the first time, becoming a mom, buying a house, making career changes, whatever it might be. So how does human design in essence, I know you touched on a little bit, help us move into that clarity and how do we start understanding the human design process? Is it like a test? Is it a combination of tests? Like what, what does that look like? So it is actually very simple. You just go on, I use a 
website that is called mybodygraph.com. I'm sure we can put it in the notes below. And you enter your birth information. So day, time, and place of birth. And when it comes to time, it is important to be as, as specific as you can because, as I mentioned, this system is very precise. So even one minute here or there can have an impact. doesn't mean that it will, but it may have an impact. So when it comes to my clients, when they don't have a clear sense of their actual birth time, I usually get them to go ask their mom or find their birth certificate, or we probably play around a little bit with their birth time so I can get a sense of the reliability of their chart. So what this generates, as I mentioned, is a chart. It's essentially like, um, imagine like a blueprint of the different chakras in your body and how those are connected and which ones you have defined are or undefined. And the defined energy centers are the types of energy you have consistent access to. And every energy center has its own theme and its own purpose. And the undefined energy centers are kind of like the lessons we are here to learn and the areas in life in which we are meant to become very wise. And so through that transformation, we can connect with others and teach them about our own journey and our own experiences. So it is also about the dynamics between you and those around you. So how our energy impacts them and how their energy impacts us, because it's always a two-way street. Mm -hmm. Um, So as you can sense, this can be very useful when it comes to relationships, in motherhood, in business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It has very very many different applications. And on top of that, it also gives me a sense of what your path in life is, what your um, greatest gifts are, what your purpose in life is, and how you are supposed to get there. So like you said, it is incredibly precise. There is a lot of information online. So that's what I was going to say. I was like, wow, this is a lot. It is a lot. And so that's that's what I was going to say next. It can be a little bit overwhelming at first. Mm-hmm. So it's important to just take it step by step and um, find reliable sources of information because anyone on the internet can just say anything. <laughs> um, so true. And also, if you ever come across any advice that is make you, making you feel disempowered, run the other way because this (laughs) system is all about empowering you and helping you embrace and love your uniqueness Mm -hmm. so if you ever hear or read anything that says oh you shouldn't do this or you're to this or you're to that like just go the other way um yeah any any further questions I mean (laughs) we have so much to cover I know I feel so I'm no it's so just like the give the listener a little bit of context it was funny we were chatting before this and you were like I need to know the specific birth time so if you're listening like hit pause and go ask your mom what time you're born because that's what I had to do so I honestly don't know my specific human design type yet but I'm excited to like dive into it because I really do feel like it's going to be so beneficial and I'm curious from your perspective 
for the context of this podcast and for the listener right now, do you feel like it'd be helpful to maybe break a t- like break apart and explain the energy types? Or do you feel like that's yeah. something you have to do once you take the test? No, or entering so, information, I guess I should say, not take the test. <laughs> so when it comes to human design, there are several different elements. Energy types is one of the like the basic elements mm-hmm. of human design and it supports the rest of the chart. Okay. So energy types is a great place to start okay. for let's anyone do, do in human design. Other, other, other elements that may come into play is your profile, the definition of your energy centers, and then when we get more into it, your gates and channels, and mm-hmm. even your incarnation cross or like the different lines in your planetary activations. But energy types is a great place to start. And so in human design, we have five different energy types. So the first one and the most common one is generators. It's about 35% of the population. And these people, I'm a generator, by the way, these people are meant to to work on the things that light them up. Because in doing so, they generate energy to sustain the rest of the world. So this energy is actually contagious and others can, can feed from it. So if you ever come across a generator that's very satisfied with what they're doing in life, they feel very magnetic. They feel very like warm and welcoming and enveloping. And it's almost like you can't get enough of them. They have this sparkly magnetic thing going on that you can take your eyes off. So... Like you say, they are the kind like of the main supportive system of energy in the world, along with manifesting generators. But their actual gift is that they just need to focus on the thing that they love and then kind of like let the things that bring them just kind of like delegate those things and pass them along mm-hmm. so they can actually focus their energy and their gifts and talents to serve the collective. Because if if they are misusing their energy in things that don't light them up, they are not actually living their purpose. Mm-hmm. And so they get burned out and, and they feel frustrated and there's a lot of resistance and pushback. So all of these are signs that a generator is not in alignment. When a generator is in alignment, things start to flow more easily. The universe brings them things, opportunities, people, um, options for them to select from. And when they follow their their sacral, their gut, they are able to find their way through their journey very easily. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I like feel like I need to like go back and re-listen to this episode and take these notes, but I feel like I need to go figure out what my type is first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but even just hearing like that for that one example, I'll let you talk finish the rest of them in a second. But just hearing for like that one energy type, it's like, man, think about how much alignment you could unlock by knowing your human design. And like we we're talking about before, seeing perceived weaknesses as a strength and you know just Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to really give your full energy to the things that let you up rather than just like 
halfway giving energy to a lot of different things. And I think a lot of my listeners do struggle with that. So anyways, yeah. sidebar, you can keep going. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, so the next energy type is manifesting generators. And these are at their core, they're still generators. So they are another 32% of the population, but they have an extra ability to manifesting and when i say manifest things we're not talking about the new age manifestation thing where like you're like um making a wish and it happens <laughs> it's more about uh bringing things into form and expressing yourself so manifesting generators have a very quick energy they can kind of like jump from like thought to action very quickly they have that quick response and they have a tendency of, to jump from one thing to another. And so often growing up, they are conditioned to stick to one thing. Like you cannot quit. You have to stick it out until you finish. Mm-hmm. And so they struggle because they are by nature multi-passionate and they feel like they need to see things through. But the reality is they're, they are very efficient with their time they learn things quicker than most so oftentimes once they enter into a new experience they get all that they need from that experience and they're ready to jump onto the next thing so for them it's not essential to actually finish things through but once they feel like they're done with a certain thing a certain project or job or whatever they are ready to to go into the next thing and then over time, they will find uh, a connecting thread, a thing that connects all the dots that they're like, oh, okay, so this is why I learned about cooking 20 years ago so that oh I could gosh. do this now. I so, so manifesting generators are here to show us that the path is in linear mm-hmm. and that you can honor your your wishes and your wants and follow your passions and you don't have to be stuck with just one right so this is the type of people that you know you've heard of they are um they have very demanding jobs you know not a lawyer who runs marathons or triathlons in the weekends and friday nights they have a band and they play together <laughs> their local pub whatever it is like, it seems like they are doing a lot Mm-hmm. One of my friends here in London, he's a Reiki master, a yoga teacher, and um, and he owns a hair salon. And then another of my MG friends, he's a, a human design guide, but then he's also a spinning instructor, and he works in the corporate world. So it's this type of thing that you're like, like, where is that connecting thread here? <laughs> I don't know but why, somehow, but I feel like that could potentially be me. <laughs> somehow they make it work and seem easy and that's their magic Mm -hmm. that's what they're here to show us um the next and the energy type that we have is projectors this is about 20 percent of the population and projectors are um beings who are very insightful they can see through the other person very clearly they can analyze things very quickly. It's almost like they can see things that most people can't see. They can zoom out 
and see what the most efficient way from point A to point B is. They are great at creating systems that are effective for everyone. And they are here to be guides and provide advice and counseling instead of like being the work piece, doing all the doing. Mm -hmm. They are really here to, to be that supporting guide person. So, for example, a projector may struggle with feeling like they have consistent access to energy. So they may have ebbs and flows, even, even during the day. It is important to them to honor those, those patterns because it is when they are kind of like resting and taking that break that they actually get their insights, that they actually kind of like have their aha moments. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what they're here for. They're here to share those aha moments. The other thing for projectors is and every projector you ever talk to, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> is that it is very important for them to wait for the invitation before they share those insights. Mm. Because a lot of times, the other person is not ready to listen to what they have to say. So they can become bitter because the other person didn't follow their advice. And they get this anger, like this feeling of like, Oh, but I told them to do this and they didn't listen and now look what happened. Mm. So (laughs) over time, they learned that it's better to just keep their advice to themselves until (laughs) they're asked uh, for their opinion. And another important thing to keep in mind is that it doesn't necessarily need to be like a formal invitation it is kind of like a more like an energetic level. So for example, if you're a projector and you know you have the type of relationship with your mom, for example, or like, you know, she's always willing to listen to what you have to say, that is an open invitation for you to share your insights and advice. Or if you are a business owner who has, I don't know, an Instagram page, um, when someone goes and clicks on the follow button, that is your open invitation for you to share everything you know and everything you want to share with them. So okay. it doesn't necessarily need to be that formal paper letter through. Right. The, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it can be, a li- it's, a, it's a lot more fluid than that because okay. projectors often, when they hear about being a projector and waiting for the invitation, they freak out and think that their whole life is going to be about like waiting, sitting by the couch, <laughs> waiting for a call or something. But there are invitations coming from everyone. And the thing is like, as long as they recognize their own gifts, people will, st- will start seeing those in them as well. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes projectors struggle with seeing their own gifts, but they can just sit down and analyze what type of advice do people come to them for? And so very quickly, they will start seeing a pattern and be like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm really good at this. Maybe I should focus on this. And, and that's how you find that, that um, path for you. Okay. I, love, I love that. 
I love that yeah. it's not, I love that it's like an energetic invitation, not like, like you said, like a formal written invitation. I mean, it can also be a very formal, but right. oftentimes it's, it's more about like the energetic, like knowing that the mm-hmm. other person is open and willing to listen. Right. But that awareness around like knowing what your human design energy is, is like, again, just another superpower because then you're aware that, Hey, I'm looking for this energy to like be open and receiving anyways. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. <laughs> So our next energy type is manifestor, and this is about 9% of the population. And these are people who are meant to initiate things and think about, like, think out of the box and be very innovative. So they are our um, catalyst of change. They are the ones that are coming with all the new and improved ideas. And the ones that are going to, like, come up with a way to, like, go to Mars or whatever. And so they are here to be very bold and very direct, but that can mean that they can be polarizing. So not everyone is going to agree with them. They may be very controversial. They say something and people just take it the wrong way, that type of thing. But the reality is that manifestors will naturally draw the people they need to support them in achieving their goals because when it comes to manifestors they are kind of like the initiating the visionaries and then they are meant to pass the actual doing of all the project to the generators of the world to help them get that vision get Mm -hmm. that project from vision to completion so for that reason they often struggle they are very independent and their strategy is to inform so when it comes to informing, they feel like they're asking for permission, which goes against their nature because they are so independent and so driven to like get things going. But the reality is that when they inform, they are actually kind of like clearing the path for, for themselves because in telling others what they're going to be up to, people can very quickly decide, okay, this is how I can help or I'm not interested, I'm out. So mm-hmm. at least they're like not in the way, you know? Right. Um, so for example, if you're a manifestor and you wake up one day and decide to go for a run, you get up and go. And then your partner wakes up and they're freaking out because they can't find you. <laughs> they are calling the police, they are calling your mom. And when you get home, they're like, where were you? But if you take five seconds to let them know, honey, I'm going on a run, you get back. And they have a beautiful breakfast ready for you. So this is the difference that a manifestor can feel when they inform. And the thing about it is that it's the way for them to advance faster and be more efficient in the world. If they forget to inform, that they're going to feel a lot of resistance and a lot of pushback. Manifestors uh, are very impactful. And so for that reason, they are not even aware of how much impact their actions have on those around them. And so once they realize their power, they can be a little bit more, I want to say caring, but also smart. Because when you inform those around you and keep them in the loop, they are going to want to support you because you are a natural leader. So is that making sense? 
Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. Okay, it does for sure. I just like I love hearing the different ones and like thinking about people in my life who I'm like, I feel like that's the category they fit into, <laughs> you know, yeah. or like looking at like my own tendencies, but just like through hearing the different energies already and seeing how they integrate into your relationships in your daily life, which is like one of the things we talked about earlier when it comes to moving mm-hmm. into alignment. I'm like, man, life just makes so much sense when you just continue yeah. to like expand your knowledge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And so the last energy type is reflectors. And reflectors are essentially here to be kind of like the wise old person in the middle of the community. They are meant to reflect back our experiences and where we are at. So they are here completely open. They are always receiving the other because they are learning what it feels to be the other. So through that process of like learning what it feels to be Carolina and what it means to feel X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. they gather all their all this experience and turn it into wisdom. So reflectors are usually like the type of like old soul. From, from the beginning there's almost like they're like in a different like they're from a different world because they don't operate like anyone else mm-hmm. um their energy is very fluid and dynamic because it always depends on the transits in the sky the people they're with so they're ever-changing they're like a chameleon for them it's all about uh living in surprise and experiencing new things and if they feel like disappointment, that's usually a sign that that's not the right path for them. Because they're so sensitive, it is very important for them to listen to their own energy and honor that. So if they ever go to a restaurant and they don't feel comfortable, or if they don't feel comfortable around someone in particular, it's important that they listen to that and withdraw themselves from those situations, because those are signs that that particular situation or environment is not healthy for them. And once they feel like they feel right and correct in their place and with those around them, like the right things will start to come their way. And because they take the other one so deeply, it's also important for them to have time alone. Mm -hmm. So they can like process that energy and digest it and pass it through. So they can kind of like go back to like the clean state that they are and they are very magical and rare it's only about one percent of the population <laughs> oh my um, gosh. yeah they I are yeah yeah they are fascinating so that's those are like the five energy types in a nutshell wow i if, if you don't pause this episode and go take <laughs> go enter your information to figure out your human design i don't know what you're doing because i am like seriously so eager so I think you might have already said this, but when you take the human design and you figure out, are you just one energy or can you be like, yeah, so you just have one one energy. energy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's like, so specific, like there's no fluff to it. Like it's your name, your birthday. I think you asked my location and like the time of birth versus like some of the other like personality tests out there. I feel like there's room for like air, not air. But it, can, it, it is subjective. Like, yes. It's not subjective. What, yes. Yeah. That's it's what not I was about like of. what you think you are. Yeah. This is your energy. And this is the best way you can use it. And this mm-hmm. is how you can take advantage of it. And this is how you project it out in the world. Um, 
so yeah, I I I another thing that I really like is that it really it's really empowering mm-hmm. because it's all about how you can honor yourself and there is none of that like um it's not prescriptive like I can't tell you if you're gonna get married or like if you're gonna travel in 2023 no mm-hmm. no idea <laughs> but I can tell you that you are someone who's a great listener I can tell you that you have a clear sense of direction I can tell you that you are designed to cope with a lot of adrenaline and stress or mm-hmm. I can tell you that you're someone who's very open-minded or someone who is extremely intuitive mm-hmm. so all these things come into play and it's about like getting the whole picture of who you are as opposed to just like the the different sum of the elements out there yeah for sure. one of the best things about human design is that it it believes like we believe that your purpose your mission mm-hmm. your like things that you like is is it's all built in within you and it's not a coincidence so by nature like you're going to like doing the things that you're good at and those are your greatest gifts and the best things you have to offer the collective so that by nature is going to be your purpose. So not only are you going to love your life, you're going to be good at it and you're going to be successful at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of leaving behind the fluffy stuff that you may be doing right now that actually is not serving your type or he, yeah. your human design type. And I think it's that burning just, you out. Yeah. 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 It just really puts you into this like state of empowerment to and alignment, you know, which is like what we started the episode talking about is how can we get into more alignment and more clarity? So what are the next steps? I know you shared the website to go to, to take the human design. So I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. So after you get your human design, kind of how do you start to integrate it? Yeah, because I, I know you said it's a lot. <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> so my honest recommendation, and this is coming from someone who didn't do that, mm-hmm. is to get a reading. When I okay. came across human design, I spent hours and hours and hours trying to figure it all out on my own. And it was overwhelming and confusing, time-consuming, mm-hmm. and often disempowering and contradictory. Yeah. There's so, so much information out there. <laughs> my advice is to connect with someone, a reader that you trust, that is knowledgeable and can guide you and can point the main elements of your chart, the most relevant aspects of it. So you have like something to work with. Mm-hmm. And as you get more familiar with your design and your different gifts and talents, you can start getting in deeper. But it's it. I agree. It can be a lot to take all at once. Right. So I I would say less is always more when it comes to human design. Start small mm-hmm. and integrate. It is it is a it is meant to be a life's journey. So it's not meant to like you're not meant to like master it in a week or anything like that. It's it's about the conditioning. It's about accepting who you are. It's about accepting the other. Um, and it is, it is a beautiful journey, but it does take time. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think, I think if it kind of is like a giant permission slip to like live in Mm -hmm. authenticity rather than, you know, what you're trying to shake, mold yourself into being based on like society and family and, you know, just all those things. And so, man, I, I'm so excited. My mom texted me on my birthday, so I can't wait to... (laughs) 
once we're done recording yeah. to figure out what mine is. I, I feel like human design, it's the, the thing they love the most is because it's about embracing your uniqueness mm-hmm. and it, it recognizes the value that your uniqueness brings to the world. Mm-hmm. If we were all the same, it would be pointless. What what's what's the value added? Right. Your magic, your secret sauce is in your uniqueness. Yeah. Um, so the more we embrace embrace that uniqueness and the more we connect with our authentic selves the better of you and the collective are heck yeah no I I I love that so much and I think that that's such a beautiful reminder is that we're an all we are all a unique integral part of a bigger society and it's just owning that we each play such like a powerful role and it might seem small but it's it's huge. And even thinking about, um, what was the last energy that was like a small percentage of people? Like those people reflector. are unicorns. Yeah. Reflectors. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we need those people, but we also mm-hmm. need manifesting generators. So I just think that that's, I, I really like that contrast of like, when you look at who you work with or who you interact with on a day-to-day basis, it's like you all serve each other in such a unique and different way. And it's for a greater purpose. Like you said, Yes, mm-hmm. that's exactly it. <laughs> I love that. Well, what else do you have that you feel like you want to talk about with human design? I feel like we talked about a lot. <laughs> Is there anything that we missed that you're like, I feel like this would be really beneficial for somebody new to the human design world? You just trust yourself. I mean, it's just, you know yourself better than anyone else. So mm-hmm. even I, we, even with human design, I, I say, take what resonates and leave the rest. Yeah. You are your own authority when it comes to your life and your decisions. So yeah, don't let anyone else or anything else um, tell you otherwise. And but in my experience, uh, I have never had a client who's like, "No, that's not me." Thank you. <laughs> Next. Um, so, um, but if there are elements that don't resonate or things that make you feel like they don't quite make sense. Mm-hmm. It's always useful to have someone you can ask those questions to because they can guide you. And maybe it's something that is was like misrepresented out there or misunderstood on some level. So it's important to get that clarity too. Yeah, for sure. Well, you said you had mentioned to get a reader. I'm guessing, are you a reader? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. That's so okay. I... I help people um, connect with their purpose in mm-hmm. their lives. And I help business owners create like, their businesses based on, on their design. So it's something that I'm actually very passionate about. I do have a background in business and finance. So okay. this is kind of like the combination of those two worlds. Yeah, I love um, that. It's kind of like where so the woo meets the work. <laughs> exactly. So a lot of times... I see a lot of business advice and it's great, but it's missing that your unique element, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times people try to imitate or follow the advice of like A, B, or C and turns out that that's correct for them, but it may not be correct for you, for your energy. So that's why finding all this information is so important and the earlier the better because it will save you so much um, Mm -hmm. trouble in life for sure 
Definitely. Well, Carolina, where can we connect with you after this episode? If any of the listeners are interested in having you, you know, just guide them further into human design or do their reading for them or anything of that nature, where do you hang out? Of course, you can always find me on Instagram on I am Carolina Wickstrom. Uh, yeah, on Instagram. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I will make sure to put that in the show notes and they can come connect with you. Um, yeah. And I was looking at your Instagram before we recorded and there was all this information about like gates and business. And I'm like, man, this is like, I'm going to have to bring you back on once I know. <laughs> and I start to learn more about my human design, how I'm integrating it, because I feel like I'll be able, we'll be able to dive even deeper into kind of the intricacies of human design. Yeah. So when it comes to human design, I can use that to give my clients clarity about their vision, their branding, mm-hmm. their purpose, how they're meant to reach clients, their like their selling points, their profit centers, everything that comes into like running a business. Because in my experience, the most successful business owners have created businesses that are essentially extensions of their design. Absolutely. And every aspect of their business is imprinted with their own unique energy. And that's what makes them successful. And that's what makes them magnetic. And that's why it seems like everything just flows so easily for them. Mm -hmm. And then when you try to do the same, it doesn't quite work. Um, So that's, that's kind of what I do. Yeah, I love that. And as a fellow business owner, I, that's like one of my goals for this year is to move into more alignment. And I think that what you just said is like hits the nail on the head. It's, you know, you see things on social media and you try to go replicate and duplicate. And I think just this episode in itself and learning about human design is that permission slip to do things your own way. Um, And it's a conversation that me and my business partner have a lot. We're like, we hate the business models that everybody else does. Like we're so tired of all this external noise telling us what we should be doing. And even the listener who's listening, who is not a business owner, you know, in your daily life, your habits, your hobbies, your work, your career, um, this is going to be so beneficial. So thank you so much for being here today and chatting about human design. You are like, just listening to you calms me. (laughs) You're a wealth of knowledge. So so I appreciate you. Yes, of course. Thank you. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. 